0: to the show the tale of the tape 49ers versus philadelphia eagles the showdown the number one team in the nfc the philadelphia eagles against the number two team in the nfc the san francisco 49ers talk about weapons galore on offense for both sides tremendous talent quarterbacks who have played very well uh throughout the end of the season of course jalen hurts played great pretty much the entire year except for when he was injured and odd out there and then of course two of the best defenses in the entire league it's no joke that whichever team wins this has a really good chance to win the super bowl uh, because their defense their turnover differential all those things uh, so we're going to get into all the numbers match these two teams up how do they match up against each other what the numbers look like and just some of the personal matchups too that are going to happen in this game it's going to be absolutely spectacular when the kickoff happens at 12 p.m pacific time on sunday for the NFC Championship. Who's going to the Super Bowl? Let's get into it and see which, which side has the upper hand here between the 49ers and Eagles. And as you can see, their record's pretty close to even, uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles being 15-3, and three. the San Francisco 49ers being 15-4 and four because the Eagles got the first round by. 49ers played one more game, so they caught up in the win column, did not catch up in the loss column. So that's their records. Both teams, of course, have been spectacular. Eagles went on a long stretch during the season where they won games. Uh, They had the longest win streak until the 49ers overtook them with their win streak. 49ers won 10 going into the playoffs. That streak is up to 12 now. Both teams super hot. Eagles looked absolutely fantastic in their game against the the Giants on Saturday night. Uh, They handled them. They took care of business. They look like a well-oiled machine going into this one. On offense, points per game, the 49ers ranked 6th during the regular season at 26.5, while the Eagles ranked 3rd at 28.1. One thing to remember is with Brock Purdy, the San Francisco 49ers have averaged close to 35 points a game at 34.8. Of course, Brock Purdy did not have that kind of performance. The 49ers' offense didn't have that sort of performance against the Dallas Cowboys, but You know, over the end of the season, of course, there was a few games they played without Jalen Hurts. But even without Jalen Hurts, uh, the Eagles were still able to score 34 with Gardner Minshew in one of those matchups. Uh, 10 against the Saints, not spectacular. 16. But with Jalen Hurts at the helm, you know, they were able to get a lot of points down the stretch. Before his injury, it was 40, 35, 48, 25. Uh, So good performances overall. So this offense is good. They can score points. They can make things happen. And how do they do that? Well, they get a lot of yards. They're third in the NFL in yards per game on offense with 389.1. San Francisco 49ers fifth. So not too shabby for either. Both in the top five. 49ers at uh, 365.6. So pretty balanced uh, so far on offense. Eagles, of course, have the upper hand in a couple of categories, including points per game, and now with overall offensive yards. Uh, With the running attack, um, the Eagles are fifth best in the NFL. They run the ball better. Of course, Jalen Hurts has accounted for a lot of those yards on the season. He's dynamic in the run game, and how healthy is he? Don't know, but they were still willing to run him in the matchup against the New York Giants, so healthy enough to put the fear of God into edge rushers for the San Francisco 49ers. D'Amico Ryans and this team is going to have to, cl- have, have to have a clear-cut plan on how to maintain Jalen Hurts within the pocket and not allow him to get outside on zone read plays or design run plays where he can get a boot, uh, get the pocket moving. So the 49ers are going to have to pay a lot of attention, making it a little bit harder to stop Miles Sanders and those guys at the running back position, including Kenny Gainwell. Uh, they have been very, very good, and that's not even including Boston Scott, who has also played well on the season. So one of those better rushing attacks, four years, of course, eighth, not bad at all, about nine yards short of what the Eagles do game to game. And the 49ers have Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, Jordan Mason, a good running back group. And then you throw in Debo here, sprinkled in and, uh, here and there, and he can make plays as well. Both teams get it done on the ground at a high level. And then with the passing game, Eagles have the advantage again. Uh, they're ninth, 241.5 yards per game. 49ers are you know a little under 20 yards behind, uh, and they're 13th. So not a big difference between rushing attack, passing attack. Uh, overall, it's pretty close. Yards per game, pretty close. Points per game, pretty close. Uh, these offenses are well, well matched and pretty even overall about how they handle scoring points, uh, moving the football on the ground, and then passing off of that both of the teams want to run first, pass, second, and it's pretty evident within their stats. And when you just look at the playmakers, you know, you got Jalen Hurts, Brock Purdy, uh, the running back room we talked about a little bit, but the receiver room, A.J. Brown, Debo Samuel, uh, Devontae Smith, Brandon Iyuk, uh, you know, and then you get into tight ends, Dallas Goddard, George Kittle. Uh, so these are just evenly matched, really, really talented football teams It's going to be fun. I think where the 49ers might have an advantage is with Christian McCaffrey in the passing game. But with Gainwell and Scott, the Eagles still have receivers that can get it done in the passing game. And it's not like Miles Sanders isn't really good in every aspect. Uh, He's just not as dynamic as like a McCaffrey or even a Gainwell uh, catching the football out of the backfield. So evenly matched on offense overall. I mean, what do you think? Uh, let me know who you think is the better offense in the comment section down below. We'll get to that. And if you haven't subscribed, subscribe to the channel. Get more content just like this. Now, let's flip it over to defense. 49ers, defense, points per game. San Francisco, number one, giving up 16.3. Uh, and they you know they gave up 23 to Seattle, but then gave up 12 to Dallas. So it, that trend has continued in the playoffs. It hasn't fallen off. There were worries that maybe the 49ers defense had a chink in the armor, but they showed up in a big way against Dallas and all their weapons and held them down. And they held them to 12 points. Uh, that is pretty spectacular because, you know, they are not an easy team to uh, hold down. It seems like every single week, you know, they score points. Uh, this Dallas scored 40 points on the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, that was a big a- output uh, in that game, but that's a huge one. And then, you know, the la- the first time they played, um they scored 17. So A Philly has held Dallas to 17 points. So their defense pretty darn good as well. Uh let's get to the overall Russ defense. Um the 49ers are second in the league. 77.7 yards um you know per per game on the ground that they give up. Well, the Eagles are 17th at 121. So I mean it's not like it's you know, the, the, the best um, overall, but it's still pretty darn good for each team. I mean, uh, the, the Eagles definitely, this is probably, you know, one of their biggest weaknesses is going to be the fact that they give up this many yards. Um, and I think that's something that the Forty ers have to take advantage of is the ground game. You have to be able to take advantage of getting the ball and you know, running the football on the ground against the Eagles just because of the disparaging transparency between the two. Uh, I think the 49ers, you know, have consistently held teams to this. They held the the Dallas Cowboys to 76 yards on the ground. It'll be a big effort to hold this team with this offensive line. One of the best offensive lines, if not the best offensive line in the league, with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Jordan Mayalata is an absolute monster. Landon Dickerson, formerly of Alabama, just a beast at left guard. That's that is so good. And then you throw in the fact that guys at center, Jason Kelsey uh, and Kelsey's been spectacular for a long time. Lane Jan- Johnson, the right tackle. So good. And then Sue Amato as well. I mean, just these guys are just really, really good on the inside. Uh, the four years are going to have their hands full with this offensive line from Philadelphia. They're going to have to hold battle, do everything they can to Slow up this offensive line and be able to hold the Eagles from running the football the eagles do pretty darn good. Now let's talk about the passing game. This is uh, where the Eagles shine. 49ers are better in run defense. Eagles way better in pass defense. Eagles number 1, 179.8 yards giving up giving up per game through the air. Uh that's really great. Uh pretty spectacular in this day and age in the NFL to have a defensive secondary that plays this good. A lot of that has to go into not just the players they have in the secondary but also that defensive line in the pass rush, uh, it shows up every single week. But let's give a little bit of credit to James Bradbury, cornerback. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, they got in the trade from the Saints. Uh, he's been <laughs> he's been fantastic for them. Uh, and then Darius Slay too. I mean, another guy that stands out as one of the best in the league to do it at his position. Uh, but when you're talking about the Eagles, you're talking about their defensive line. Guys who are just absolute savages on the inside with Brandon, or I mean on the D-line with Brandon Graham. Studs on the inside like Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave. And then Josh Sweat, the athletic defensive end, off the edge. And then you always have to take into consideration Hassan Reddick, listed as a linebacker, but mostly plays an edge rusher. We all remember him as 49er fans from his time in the, with the Arizona Cardinals. He's been great. He finished out the year basically getting two sacks per game. Uh, he's been tough to stop. He was tough for the Giants to deal with last week. And when you're looking at depth, I don't think any... Uh, team went out and got more depth than the Philadelphia Eagles along the defensive line. Jordan Davis, Linville Joseph, Robert Quinn, rushing off the outside and Dominican Sioux. Uh, it, it's just, it's a spectacular group overall. And the four years are going to have to contend with them. You know, each play they're going to have to battle and hope they can win these battles. So that way they can move the football, but that's why the Eagles are number one. Such a good pass rush followed by some pretty good guys in the secondary 49ers don't have that. They're the 20th best against the pass. Um, Some of that, I mean, there's been some late games where they just give up yardage. I'm sure that skews it a little bit, Um, but there have been plays to be made. We've seen the 49ers lose over the top a couple of times and give up extra yardage, Uh, but it's still the number one ranked defense in the league. Uh, So the total yards, defensive yards, these two teams, almost identical. 49ers advantage in rush yards, Eagles advantage in pass yards when it comes down to it separated by less than 1 yard between first and second as far as yards given up per game. 49ers number 1 at 300.6, Eagles second at 301.5. Uh I don't know if it can get any closer than this. Both teams are built around the trenches, especially on the defensive line, and one of them's really good against the run, the other one's really good against the pass. It's going to be fun to watch on Sunday. What a matchup between these two incredible teams uh for the special teams the 49ers ranking 11th currently with the Eagles ranking 7th and uh both of these teams you know special teams has been good enough you know the 49ers had some problems in this game against uh the Dallas Cowboys i wonder if they're going to go ahead and and look at the way that they kick off against the Philadelphia Eagles it has been a problem with the directional kicks coming from Robbie Gold i'm sure that's a coaching point they want him to do exactly what he's doing uh, but it's not been working out. Turpin had a couple really good con- returns. One of them that almost got house called. If it wasn't for Janoris Jenkins turning it in and Robbie Gold getting the tackle, one of the most interesting tackles you'll ever see, turning his back to the runner and bringing him down. And you just can't have those sort of things happen. I know you want to pin him deep because you're worried about field position, but uh, you know five yards as far as you know what you're probably going to get by pinning him a little bit deeper or. Giving up a whole shot touchdown, just not worth it. So I look for the 49ers to somewhat scale it back on special teams, not kick it as, you know, a directional, maybe kick it out of the end zone a little bit and prevent any of these returns from coming. Just no reason to mess with it. Um, And then let's look at the turnover differential And I added in the playoffs. Uh, The Eagles are plus one. They had one game. Uh, The 49ers are plus three. They had two interceptions against Seattle, then they had uh, two turnovers this week against Dallas, but the 49ers turned over the ball once with Ray and McLeod making the differential only one in that game. So they're plus three for the playoffs. Eagles are plus nine. They're plus one for the playoffs. And, and just looking at the numbers, the 49ers are the number one team as far as differential in the league, turnover differential. Uh, second was Dallas, who the 49ers just dispatched this last week. The number three team is the Philadelphia Eagles. As far as differential when looking at total amount of takeaways um the 49ers aren't number one but they're up there the cowboys were number one the 49ers were tied for number two overall in the league with the new england patriots and the um philadelphia eagles came in with 27 Uh, so they they did a pretty good job as far as forcing turnovers that is number five in the league tied with the buffalo bills uh, so you know they're one of the they're one of the top teams as far as creating turnovers, as far as differential overall. Um, the the Philadelphia Eagles you know were one of the better ones at protecting the ball too, only nineteen turnovers, uh, which is one of the best. The Detroit Lions were the number one with fifteen, the New York Giants sixteen. Who the Eagles just dispatched of and caused turnovers in that uh, turnover in that game. Then the Niners with seventeen, Eagles at nineteen are the number five team. that category so turnovers are huge uh for these games they can help you go one way or the other and the 49ers have the advantage in turnover differential um but both teams can create turnovers and both teams take care of the football pretty darn well and i think that's you know part of the numbers that go into it um it's it's a cool matchup between these two teams i mean these these guys are absolutely loaded at several several positions and that's what i want to kind of look at a little bit just a quick look at some of the matchups that we're going to see in this football game. Uh, when you're talking about the Eagles offense, Jalen hurts, you know, he's his mobility against this 49ers defensive line who really didn't get to Dak Prescott. They did put a lot of hurries on him, force him to throw the football before he wanted to. Uh, but as far as getting him to the ground, they were unable. Will they be able to flip that and change that up against Jalen hurts? I'm not sure. I believe Jalen hurts is a better Athlete on the ground, moving the football as a quarterback. Then Dak Prescott, he's got a strong arm that can get the ball down the field. And he's got weapons that can go down the field as well. We we're talking A.J. Brown, huge target to go down the field. Uh, Devontae Smith, one of the better, more sneaky guys getting down the field. Quez Watkins, who got down the field on the 49ers in that week two matchup last year. Uh, so these guys are are definitely well-equipped to make plays and do things that you know they want to do. And all the while, they can bring in Zach Pascal as well to help. So very talented skill players. We talked about the offensive line already. That's going to be a key matchup too. And the 49ers defensive line stop the run with seven guys in the box, all the while uh, getting after Jalen Hurts. I think that's going to be one of the keys to this football game when you start talking about matchups. And then on the other side, you talk about an absolute showdown between the Philadelphia Eagles defensive line and the San Francisco 49ers. I think when you're looking, you know, for advantages for the 49ers, I think Josh Sweat up against Trent Williams has to be advantage Trent Williams. Trent Williams helped, you know, took care of Micah Parsons, only gave up one pressure. Um and I think he can handle Josh Sweat. Robert Quinn has been a guy that has given the 49ers fits in his games when he played with Chicago. Um but, you know, we can I mean that's the thing. Trent can handle business on that side. The interior part is what's going to be tough. Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave and, of course, then still Linville Joseph and Dama Uh up against that interior brain trust for the San Francisco 49ers offensive line of young Aaron Banks, Jake Brendel, uh, Burford or Brunskill, whoever it is. Uh, it's going to be tough sledding. I mean, you're going to have to handle those guys on the inside. How much are you going to be able to push up the second level and go after linebackers TJ Edwards, you know, and and, and Kaiser White? Um, I think... There are opportunities. You know, if you can get to those guys, you can get those guys singled up and pass or be able to get your second-level blocks on them. You can make some plays, but uh, that's easier said than done with this defensive line. Neversco 49ers are going to get all they can handle. I think the Eagles are going to get all they can handle as well. Kyle Shanahan schemes up things better than anyone. Uh, the Giants had opportunities to run and pass the football, uh, going after Reed Blankenship a little bit in that game, and I think that's an area the 49ers can attack as well. Nothing against Reed Blankenship, solid player, good tackler. I remember breaking him down when he was coming out of college. Uh, But that's a place you can attack. And just overall scheme, you know, take advantage of what Philadelphia provides you. Uh, But this is going to be a really, really cool matchup between these two rosters. I hope everyone enjoyed the tale of the tape. More content coming out this week. If you like the video, give it a like. Uh, If you like the channel, subscribe. I really appreciate everyone that's been subscribing pushing to get to 4K before the end of the season. Uh it, you know, we're, we're we've been going pretty strong all year. I appreciate everyone that's came along and did that became a a subscriber, a channel member, a new patron over on Patreon where there's exclusive content. Thank you guys so much. I hope you guys all enjoy the tail of the tape. Catch you on the next one. More content coming out this week uh cuz it's a big one. 49ers versus Philadelphia Eagles to see who goes to Super Bowl 57. Going to be a lot of fun. But until then, stay safe. And remember the right way is always the 49ers way.